episode number four of From Long COVID to Boston Ironman. I am your host, Bo Jones. Today's episode features mental strength, setback, and Sydney Marathon. How have they all come to be? Now, if I had an intro, that's probably where I'd press the intro button and some music and play and then it'd cut back some, um, you know, maybe some audio cues from previous episodes and everyone would feel some nostalgia and feel like they're a part of a journey. However, we don't have that, so we just have me talking down a mic for another 15 minutes. Hopefully that's okay if you've stuck around from the first episode and you're enjoying them. Thank you so much. It uh, has been very encouraging to see the views, the comments all coming in. It's um, yeah, also great to see a few people have been training with uh, my voice in their ears, helping them knock out their goals too, which is great to see. Now, this is my third take. Now, a little behind the scenes here, I film this and I try to do it all in one take to decrease the amount of times it takes to edit, and publish and post because I only have one day a week to do Bodlet, to do the content, to do the turnaround, to do the emails, to do corporate speaking, booking and a few other bits and pieces. So I try to minimize that as much as possible. So being my third take of this, it's um, taken a lot more time than I thought and you may know the reason. If you're a smart listener, you may you may hear it down your ears right now. I'm sick. Sick as a dog. I've got a setback. Our first setback has only taken three and a half weeks for a setback to occur. Here we are. I do work three days a week in a childcare environment. I'm a childcare educator by trade. I've been there for 14 years. It's um absolutely love it. But one of the perks of that trade is that you do have sick kids surrounding you each day. I have built up a fairly strong immune system thanks to that career. However, sometimes, especially when your training volume goes through the roof, it can't stop absolutely everything coming in. So I do, I I have a lung, throat, something infection, nothing worth going to see a doctor about because I'm a proud, uneducated male that would rather ride it out than go see some professional help. So I've dealt with that this week. Now, if you follow me on social media, you, you will have noticed that everything's been business as normal. It's been positive and it's been Sydney Marathon and it's been all these great things that's something that I work really hard at I don't think you know complaining a lot to keep social media a positive place it's something that I use to fuel my training it's something that where I get great motivation from I'm aware that each year two three years you get the archive memories come back and rather than having a pity party and looking back at a pity party I'd, I'd like to see I see positive stuff I like see you know still getting at it so yeah, for that reason I don't try to I try not to post too much of the setbacks. I'd rather post the you know, the strides forward and one of the things behind the scenes with this vlog and this podcast that I want to do is actually kind of showcase some of the setbacks. So it's not all smoke and mirrors like you see on Instagram. It's um definitely knocked me around a little bit. It I had Monday, Wednesday off training. Before that I'd been training seven days a week. So I had yeah, Monday to rest, Wednesday to ref rest i ran on tuesday because i felt okay i was trying to loosen up some of the congestion and it worked really well i trained again this morning at our cycling club trained really hard the energy levels were okay and it did help free up some of the the congestion but yeah as an effect i have i have very little voice left so if you're if you're riding this one out listening thank you so much now leading into mental strength which is something that i almost had was going to pull a trigger on last week, but I want to. I wanted to wait to build some more evidence surrounding that mental strength. A lot of people think when they see the the finish lines, the red carpets, and the big kind of the big gestures of mental strength, like the UTMB or the Ned Brockmans running across the country. Everyone thinks that mental strength is found in those achievements, and that's where you build your resilience. And resilience, and don't get me wrong, they a hundred percent are. There are moments found within those events that will stay with you forever. However. I think the more usable mental strength moments come from the months, the weeks, the years leading up to 
So whatever event or whatever goal you have set in your head, it's, um, you know, you may spend 12 to 13 to 14 to 15 to 16 hours doing an Ironman, but you spend weeks training for it. I'd just really like to highlight the fact that I draw more mental strength from this weekend, for example, saying no to, to drinking at, an, at a Father's Day lunch. I took more away from being able to sit there, have some alcohol-free beers, not affect anyone else socially, you know, make that decision. And I could have slipped up. It was really easy to slip up. There was delicious margaritas and there was music and there was food. And, you know, why not? I'm entitled to have a margarita. I'm entitled to have a drink and, you know, let one day well, one day slip up and treat myself. And unfortunately, as we know from the past, that, that rolls into a two-day thing and then, you know, you guilt eat on Monday. So I actually sat there and went on the alcohol freeze, had a great lunch, you know, contributed socially, did everything that you'd normally do, but was able to wake up on Monday with a clear head and set my goals and stick to my diet and make the right decisions. Um, the mental strength that comes from, you know, setting an early alarm and getting up when you've got the opportunity to say no. Was, oh, I'm not feeling well this week. I'll sleep in. I'll have another hour of sleep. And it's like, well, no, I'm going to get up and do something anyway. I'll get up if I can't train, I'll stretch or, you know, have a cup of tea and write down my journal, figure out what's going to happen next week when my energy's back. Those are the moments that build up over time when you start putting those consecutively together day after day after day. You, it does build that bulletproof mentality that you need to get to an Ironman start line and to start backing yourself that, you know, you do have the willpower and you do have the, the motivation and the direction needed to do something as big as these great events that we put in. And I, I, I really don't mind if your event is your your 5K park run or your first triathlon or, you know, definitely something much smaller by scale. You have to start somewhere and, you know, why not go smaller again to, to get your little victories up before you get to that, to make yourself a, you know, almost a better person or more mentally stronger than you think you are. There's nothing more empowering than proving yourself wrong. There's nothing better than going into a service station or a corner store on your lunch break and, you know, taking a sparkling water instead of a can of soft drink and actually taking some time to enjoy that you've just made that decision and make that your new normal. And then the next day you start swapping out some chocolate for some fruit and then, you know, these things snowball and before you know it, the things that used to scare you and these big, big things become so much more achievable because daily you're doing the things to point you in that direction. So... That's mental strength. That's where I get my mental strength from. I pump my own tires up daily and everyone thinks that it comes from these grand gestures or these runs or these events or these training, the montage on Instagram of you doing something rad with some music over it. They're great. I love those things. That's some of my favorite things is, is you know pumping out some motivational content. But to be honest, the real mental strength and the resilience that I build comes from the things that nobody sees and the decisions that nobody sees because you know, the only people that can reward you, the guy at the camp, the guy at the corner shop's not going to applaud you for grabbing a sparkling water instead of a Sprite. You have to. You have to take the time to go, I've made a conscious decision to do something to better my health and I can continue to do this to get to where I need to be. So there's your mental health spray for this week. Start making the right smaller decisions and the bigger ones will come as part of that process. So yeah, mental strength's great, but it starts really small, really, really small. We have had the setback. I've done these out of order. The mental strength setback. We've covered the setback. It's not a setback. It's an opportunity to refocus on some training and actually kind of value when you're of good health. I've lost my voice. I've, um, yeah, my lungs have kind of been restricted. So, oh, gee, I appreciate it when I don't have a sore throat or when I do have my voice. Those that are across my social media and bottle at social media will have 
be will be familiar with Sydney Marathon. It's um something that I've been I want to say roped into, but I genuinely put my hand up for it. Will Bigelow, friend of Bodlet, has been roped into it. He has set a goal for Bodlet at the end of the year. I've teased it a little bit through some social media stories, but he's got a 48-hour challenge coming up at the end of the year as a big fundraiser for Bodlet, and we're so very excited. This is something that Will's been pushing on us for the last 12 months, and we've kind of been a little bit dismissive and a little bit apprehensive about how it would work or how it would operate or how we could involve the community, and we've figured it out. We've dialed it in, and the generosity of this community that follow Bodlet keep the lights on. They keep this content coming, and... It's something that helped in the past with um, our sponsors and our membership drive. Um, it's, it's really helped us to still be in this position after two years of plugging away. And this event coming up at the end of the year will do the exact same thing. It'll keep us, it'll actually set us up with a product that will allow us a forecastable financial future. Jesus Christ, that's a big sentence. So we cannot wait for that. But as a part of that, he's been training the house down. He is one of the Bondi lifeguards and a fellow Bondi lifeguard, Andy Reid, caught wind of it. He's obviously a part of the Sydney Marathon with his connection with ASICS and threw Bigsy under the bus by getting him an entry and saying, are you training? Here's the deep end, mate. Go swim. Bigelow being Will Bigelow doesn't back down for a challenge and said, thank you very much. I'll see you there on the 17th of October. God, I haven't got that date right. And something that we do here at Bodlet and something that we love doing is when someone goes, we go with them. It's what we do. We go with them, whether it's physically, whether it's supporting them on social media, whether it's a message, whether it's knowing that we have other people in the community that can support them when we're not there. It's, it's part of just naturally what we do. We just love to support. I also threw my hand up and said, all right, I'll go with you. If you're going, I'll go with you. I've done the, the same amount of training, the very little running you've done. I can also come with you with a microphone and, and document it for the, the, you know, the, the inspiration, but also the hopefully the humour of others watching someone you know, kind of struggle through a huge day, but we're looking forward to bringing our positive energy. It'll be filmed, it'll be recorded as a podcast. We're um, very much looking forward to it and very thankful for Reedy for stitching up Bigelow to give us the opportunity to get along to this marathon, which leads us to probably doubling back to our first episode. Our first episode was the momentum of others. And in that last few sentences that I've just rambled on, there are there is some great momentum of others. It is that he's out move and he's proactively pursuing something in the future which is going to be amazing but he's surrounded himself with people that kind of want to want more and they're going to put more in front of him and they're going to push him and they've put the marathon in front of him and he's responded with a yeah please let's make a plan let's get at it episode one was all about having those people around you but also being plant being able to plan for it so we have planned for it we've signed up myself and bigsy have been talking we're both large humans we're both at the moment up around i haven't given you the numbers yet we're up around the 120 kilo, 115 kilo, 110 kilo. Like we're, we're big boys. We're former rugby players. Running's not our specialty. And if we went out and ran with our ego and went, yeah, well, let's go do it, we could do, you know, we could run, I can run this pace for 10Ks. Maybe I can run that pace for 42Ks. That's when you start getting yourself in trouble. In fact, we've done the opposite and we've started to research and ask the people around us for some advice on what to do and an underused, underused tool. I think for runners and for people trying to lose weight and people trying to, to enter into the running community is, is does, doesn't get used as the run walk. People somehow think that when you go for a run, you have to run from start to finish with no stop. And that's what running is. And you, you bash your body and you go harder and faster each time you go for a run. And, and that's great for, if you're just doing that and that's working for you, carry on. That's great. But I think for a lot of people that are just resuming their journey or just starting their journey, 
it's a pretty quick way to get yourself fairly injured and fairly knocked up and then you'd fall fall out of love with the sport, which is amazing. When you're trying to fall in love with something that can cause some body fatigue, why not make it easier on yourself and just go for a little run walk? We're doing it for a whole marathon. We plan on running four minutes at a comfortable pace, zone two, maybe if we have to, zone three, and then walking for three minutes to get that heart rate back down get whatever nutrition we need to get on board and we're going to do that hopefully should only take 42 times of us doing that we're going to be the first people in the history of a marathon to, to have a plan to stick to a plan and if we effectively execute this plan we should get in just scrape under the five hour mark by my very poor math that's what we're aiming for we're being really realistic we're, we're not overreaching we're not we're just trying to set a goal and go for a run walk and, and have some fun and bring you guys along for the ride Going back to the momentum of others, episode one, I spoke about Adzi Gordon helping me plan and process my way through COVID and ensure that I was doing it healthily. When I reached out to him for advice on, you know, whether we should or shouldn't do this, his response was one of the best responses, one of the great reminders of why it's so very important to have positive people, positive community people around you and people that want you to do cool things because it's cool and people that want you to want and want to be better and want to do more. So, I'm going to attach that video right at the end of this just to give you a kind of an insight into what it's like when you have some cool people in your corner helping you out. Just to double back on today's episode, mental strength is found in the little things, not the big things. Setbacks aren't setbacks. They're just a reminder to change your perspective a little bit for as long as you have to until you're back. Sydney Marathon, we're coming. We can't wait. It's going to be the debut bottle event for Will Bigelow, who's going to do something much bigger later in the year. The numbers... Been waiting. The feedback last week was amazing on the scale chat. Well, the scale chat was just a bit of clickbait on Instagram to get you guys to hopefully click through and change your perspective on how you use your scales. But the support from people, the overwhelming support, hey, throw the scales out or when I weigh myself, it does this or I've lost this. It's just really cool to engage in a conversation with so many people about what the, how they use the scales or, or what they've seen on the scales. It was also one of those really cool insights into something that I overlook as a large athlete. I think weight loss is something that only affects large people and, you know, the body shaming thing and, and feeling guilty when you're at one end of the scale affects no one but big boys. And I didn't actually realize that there's a lot of skinnier, smaller athletes in the in the endurance community and running community that actually either struggle to keep weight on or they'd love to be bigger or the people that I've looked up to in my life as inspiration to lose weight, they still look in the mirror and they'd still love to be something that they're not. It's not something that discriminates this body image thing or these goals of having different weights. So it was just a really cool eye-opener to see that it affects everybody on all ends of the scales and have that conversation that that relationship needs to be healthy. And when it's healthy, it can be it can be managed well and, and not kind of self-deprecating or harmful in a way that, you know, you end up hating yourself because that's the last thing we want here at Bottle It. You want to love yourself. You want to love the process and... You know, you want it to become part of your daily life so naturally that, you know, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like something you get to do. Right. That's enough of a ramble. I've hit my 15-minute mark. Thank you so much for putting up with this absolute horseshit voice. I hope it hasn't been too unbearable. Episode three, I think I've nailed it. I'm going to leave you with Adzi Gordon telling me why and how we should do Sydney Marathon. We can't wait to see you out there. Top of the morning to you, mate. Um, So... Let's reframe the marathon because you're not really running a marathon. You're going to run walk it because you're probably not fit enough. So let's call the marathon day a great activity day of exercise with community members doing things that they love to do with gratitude because they're able to do it. So 
We're not running a marathon, we're gonna do some activity for the morning, on a Sunday morning, with some like-minded people that froth the shit out of doing things that are completely mad, but completely satisfying, all the same thing. So yeah, do it, why not? Run, walk, run, walk. It's been done before. Yours truly actually ran a 250 marathon off the bike doing run, walk. Gotta want it, have a great day, cheers.